This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Evan McMullen, candidate for president. Uh, he is a candidate, will be a candidate in 50 or 47 states by the time uh, this is over. Uh, let me give you a couple things, uh, Evan, to talk about because, you know, people don't really know who you are. And we are facing some really bad um, scenarios uh, coming our way. One, uh, Russia has said uh, in several different ways in the last few weeks that they are rattling the saber saying that we're on the edge of nuclear war. I don't know if I don't know how much of that is true, but I do know that Putin and um, do you know who uh, Dugin is? Um, what's his first name? Uh, Alexander Dugin. Are you familiar with him? I'm not. Okay. Um, uh, Alexander Dugin is one of the advisors of uh, Putin. A really dangerous guy. He has his fingers in the alt right here in America and all oh, throughout yes. all throughout Europe. Um, so we have that. Brewing. We have Islamic Jihad brewing. Uh, we yeah. have an open border situation where we don't know who's in this country. And then right. today we have this. Uh, HSBC, the um, head of the technical uh, analyst department for HSBC, has said we are now on red alert for an imminent sell-off in stocks. Given the price over the past few weeks, he says the pattern shows that we are headed for something at least as bad as 1987. What experience do you have? We know you have now CIA experience, global uh, foreign relations experience. But what experience do you have on the economy and, and finance? Well, uh, you know, I, I attended the Wharton School and earned an MBA there and then went on to work in finance uh, at Goldman Sachs, uh, a, a bank that oh. you know, was very, <laughs> very controversial. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I did and what I learned, which I think are lessons that all presidents should know. And that is what it takes for companies to thrive in this in this global marketplace uh, in a way that they can create jobs here in the United States, good paying jobs. And I I worked with leaders in industrial companies, companies that make airplanes and airplane parts here in the United States. Uh, I worked with technology companies. I was in California, San Francisco. Uh, I worked with companies in consumer packaged products, in healthcare. But I learned so much about so many different industries during my time there. And, and they all have different needs and they all face different challenges. Uh, but presidents should know these things. Presidents should know uh, that, that, that we need government, for example, to get out of the way in order for our, our economy to thrive. You know, the number one thing I heard from business leaders when I was working with them in that role was that they had a lot of capital on the sidelines, they would say, that they couldn't or didn't feel comfortable investing in new jobs and new equipment because they were worried about regulatory uncertainty or a regulatory burden, even if there was, was an uncertainty, just the burden of regulations. So that's a huge problem we have. I mean, there's so many others that corporate tax rate and, and others. But, you know, we've got to have a president who will signal to the business community that this company, this country, 
is going to be open for business, that companies are going to be able to thrive. And part of it also, Glenn, I just have to say this, is that we've lost sight of, of, a true, of promoting a truly open market. We've got way too much crony capitalism. I saw it with my own eyes when I was the chief policy director for the House Republicans. We have, you know, we have a government that's sort of geared towards uh, helping big corporations, but, 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 but that's, you know, but advances policies that stifle the small and, and medium-sized company that can't deal with these regulations. And so what, why is that such a bad thing? It's a bad thing because it harms competition, and, and because of that, it harms innovation. And innovation is the lifeblood, one of the lifebloods of our country. We need a more open economy. We need to get rid of crony capitalism. It's a huge problem. But we will not thrive unless we make some of these changes or all of them. We're speaking to Evan McMullen, independent candidate for president. Evan, this is Pat. I, you know, in addition to going to Wharton, whatever, you, but you also <laughs> attended BYU, right? And, <laughs> and uh, I saw you last week or uh, a week and a half ago at, uh, at, the, at the game. And, and, you know, we have 40 minutes with the presidential right, candidate. And being you're going. a Cougar fan is <laughs> right. one of his oh, most God. impressive attributes. <laughs> Uh, but you have also, a real question. <laughs> but you also have been you've worked really closely. Like you just said, you were the chief policy advisor for the for the House. And and so what are your what's your position on taxes? Where, you know, business and personal taxes? Oh, on business, I think we need to lower the corporate tax rate. Uh, I've said 20 percent. Um, the, the reason that's important is that we need our businesses to be able to reinvest in, in technology and in equipment and jobs. That'll make our workers uh, more productive, uh, mm-hmm. which will mean their salaries will go up, which will mean uh, other companies will want to, to be here uh, because. So you're, those, you're uh, saying you're going to yeah. force companies to come back to the United States of America. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I'm of that? To- what do you think of that idea, Evan? What do you think of that idea? Forcing, forcing companies, government forcing companies to come back. Well, well this, let me, so let's take a look at Donald Trump's idea, right? So he says, okay, company X moves to Mexico and starts producing its widgets there. So he's right. going to put a tariff on widgets that come from that country into the United States. Guess what's going to happen? That country or that company is just going to go to another country where those tariffs don't exist and produce the widgets there. I mean, that's, it's just so ridiculous. What we want to do is have an open economy that, that attracts mm-hmm. people, companies, willingly to come here. That's how we've thrived in the past. That's what we need in the future. Uh, Evan, it's Stu again. I had an interesting thought or realization the other day, I think, which was we had this really big debate. We all fought about it in 2009 over this Barack Obama's $787 billion stimulus plan. We all thought it was a terrible idea. And $787 billion, you can remember it because we said it so many times. It was such a big number. We have Hillary Clinton now uh, proposing a new $275 billion stimulus, which no one's talked about at all. And probably because Donald Trump has promised to more than double it, over $550 billion. He also proposed this new um, uh, child care and um, uh, family leave s- situation paid for maternity leave and things like that by the government. That the, the new estimate that just came out from a right-leaning think tank was $680 billion in cost. We fought so hard against the $787 billion stimulus, but no one's thinking about these sorts of things anymore. It, what is your approach on government spending to stimulate the economy and for new entitlement programs. 
Oh my goodness. Well, well, listen on on stimulating the economy. I just have so much faith in the ingenuity of of, of the American, in in the just the 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 grit that Americans have to create and to build, and that's the strength of our economy. It doesn't come from the government. And the more we think it does, and the more we use entitlements and other programs to try to spur economic growth uh, through the government, the less free our economy is, the less open it is, the mm-hmm. less competition we have, the less innovation we have. So, look, it's just a fundamental thing. We, we, in order to, to, to thrive, we've got to, um, we've got to create an environment where people will take risks, where people will innovate. And we can't do that if we're growing the size of government, therefore taxing people more, therefore depriving people of their economic liberty, which is just liberty. Uh, and all of these things are connected. So new entitlement programs, no thank you. We need to reform the ones that we have. We do have some important programs that form an important safety net, but they're on autopilot. Congress doesn't even review this spending uh, on an annual basis, if ever, hardly ever they do. And if, if right now it's over two the entitlement programs and our interest on debt that we pay every year is over two-thirds of the budget. If we do nothing, if we stay on our current path, It'll be 78% of the budget in 10 years. And so we've got to make reforms, and we can do that so that we keep our obligations to people who are retired now and who are retiring soon. But for people like me who've got decades more of work, let's, you know, we're going to live longer. Let's increase the retirement age gradually. Let's phase it in. And I think we need to do means testing, too. If I'm super wealthy, which I'm not, but if I were, I wouldn't need to collect, uh, I wouldn't need to collect Social Security. Let's make sure that we have that safety net for people who really need it. Let's just be smarter with our entitlements so that we don't burden the American people with an overwhelming of overwhelming amount of, of debt and, uh, and taxes. Okay, so, um, Evan, are you available tomorrow at about this time? Do you know? I'll, can you make I'll yourself available? I'll have to check with my team, but I, I would See if you can make yourself look. available. Here's, yep. here's what I would like, because here's what I've heard from you. I've heard a lot of great things, but I've heard your resume, and I can think like the person at home... Um, and they, what they've heard is, wow, okay, he's got some great background stuff. But on the flip side, you are CIA, former CIA, which can mean I'm for foreign involvement everywhere, entanglements, war, yada, 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 the uh, continuation of what we've already done. Two, mm-hmm. I used to work at Goldman Sachs, which it, it means to some people I'm for the bank bailouts and cronyism and Wall Street and the Fed. I'm not. And, I know, I know. I'm just, I, but this is what I think your resume screams. And then the last one is, I also was with the House. Well, the House was for stimulus and the bailouts, and they didn't repeal Obamacare. A lot of people in the GOP despise the American, uh, you know, the, the average American. And so what I would like to do, because I don't think it's fair to ask you, uh, to throw that on you and then say... Can you give me a two-minute answer? Would you come <laughs> yeah. back tomorrow and tell me what sets you apart in foreign policy from the, the, the entanglements that have caused this mess, yes. the, the Goldman Sachs that are for the cronyism and the, bail, the, the bank bailouts mm-hmm. and the Federal Reserve just being mm-hmm. running unchecked, and the House Republicans, uh, what, what sets you apart from those three things that we hear in your resume. Would you do that? Well, 
I would love to come back. So let, I, I just because you know, Glenn, I don't control my schedule anymore. When you I know that, I know that. Present, I know that. But but I I will check with my team. I would love to come back. Chances are we'll do it because this is an important you know discussion to have. But very briefly, I'll just say on foreign policy, I have said that I think the Iraq War was a mistake. I believe we do need to lead in the world, but I believe we can do it with less blood and treasure. And we can talk about that. I'm happy to talk about that. With regard to my time at Goldman Sachs, look, I, you know, I'm not uh, here to represent Goldman Sachs, but I've, I struggled. I, we, I was raised in a lower middle class family. You know, we couldn't turn the heat on in the winter. We worked very, very hard. Parents worked three jobs. Like, I know what it's like out there. You know, and I'm not wealthy. I've worked hard for everything I have. And I had an opportunity to work at Goldman Sachs, and I learned a ton. I'm not here to defend Goldman Sachs in any way or banker and the bank sure. bailout, which I opposed and all of that. But I will say that uh, I learned things there that every president should know, period. As far as my time in the House, look, I was asked to come back and serve. I answered that uh, with a yes, and I did come back and I served. I fought unauthorized spending. I fought mandatory spending. I fought to reform the VA's healthcare system. You know, you, you know, you got to engage, and you know, and, and that's what I've done, and I've served for most of my my life this country. Okay, so uh, tomorrow, if you can, and if not, we'll schedule yeah. it some other time. But if you can, yep. I'd like you to focus. We'll spend the same amount of time, and I'd like you to focus on those three things: foreign entanglements, okay. um, yeah. the cronyism of capitalism, and and Goldman Sachs kind of image, and. Yep where you differ from the House Republicans, which we have, I feel, this audience has fought those guys perhaps harder than we had to fight the Obama administration. And we'll uh, continue right. the conversation. Um, what's your website? Looking forward to it. Evan, what's yes, your website? Yes, it's evanmcmullen.com. And if you want to go to that principles document, which I hope you will, go to evanmcmullen.com forward slash principles and you spell mcmullen with an i-n at the end not an e-n evanmcmullen.com okay thank you very much evan i appreciate it the experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website for free just like we did for these current web.com customers we've used and and looked at other website designers but there's nobody better than web.com web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free plus we'll promote it on all the major search engines like google yahoo and bing if after 30 days you're happy we'll continue to provide promotion hosting support and maintenance all for one low monthly fee if not cancel and pay nothing if you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.